Welcome to the Art Impact Podcast, a place to talk about walking your path and leading your artistic career through mastery, entrepreneurship, and social impact. I'm Raquel Balestella, a business coach and a theater maker, and I'm here to help you build a sustainable, impactful, and freaking awesome career as an artist. Following your creative call is one of the most exhilarating and deep down fulfilling journeys there is. And it's one where we feel the most vulnerable too. It can be everything but easy at times, but I know you wouldn't settle for anything less. This podcast is made by and for entrepreneurial artists who are finding new ways of creating more art and impact in the world. If learning how to lead your career as an entrepreneur while building a heart-to-heart community, having a pretty beautiful bank account and loads of fun along the way, it's your thing too, this podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, welcome to one more episode of Art Impact. I'm your host, Raquel Balestella, and it's so amazing to have you here. So, in last week's episode, we talked about the origins of our creative blocks and one of our most common ones, perfectionism. Today, we are going to talk about two other types of creative blocks, that are very common for us artists, procrastination and overwhelm, and also some tools that will help you find your own way of dancing your tango with these inevitable mind gremlins. So, let's talk about this slimy green gremlin called procrastination. We can define procrastination as doing everything but the action that will genuinely make you grow and create impact. Our brains tend to have a preconceived idea about change as a primarily scary thing and so avoiding it, also known as procrastination, is really an occupational hazard of a creative work. Some great tools for dancing with procrastination that I love are number one, register and review your achievements and positive events at least once a week. Number two, optimize your concentration ability Typically, our brains have the capacity to perform at an optimal state of concentration between 25 to 90 minutes. So take this to your advantage and when it's time for a break, truly do it and renew your energy for your next time slot or task. Number three. Decide in advance. Oh, this is so good and important. Narrow focus and perspective thinking happen in different areas of our brain. To optimize your mental energy whenever possible, separate these two activities. 
For example, instead of deciding what you are going to do when you wake up, on the night before, review what you accomplished that day and determine how you will organize your following day. It only takes a few minutes, but it will help you be way more productive. And fourth, ring fence it. Never finding time for that project that you really, 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 really want to do or to that tedious task that you really, really, really need to do. Ring fence it might be just the trick. Block off a few hours a week or a few days in the month to do it and treat it like an, a very important appointment. Well, so now, finally, let's talk about our last and very common gremlin, overwhelm. Oh, time, we never have enough of it. So it's clear that our culture has a dysfunctional relationship with time and so easy to buy into mentalities such as being busy as a status symbol and productivity as self-worth. Don't get me wrong, we are busy people and especially as artists, we are constantly trying to reconcile artistic work with taking care of our family, the kids, the house, the cats, the parrots, and many times a paying job too. The thing with being an artist is that apart from very few exceptions, you have an entrepreneurial life. You are not employed by someone with clear expectations of what your job is or with a clear beginning or finishing working times and space. You have to create and define these conditions for yourself. But the thing is that we have the illusion that we can be productive and on all the time. And because of our social media life, that people around us are always creating thousands of things. We feel that overwhelm is the path to massive creativity and productivity. But that's just not true. Quite the opposite, actually. There is a better way. Overwhelm is trying to do every little thing, but only at the same time. As David Allen says, you can do anything, but not everything. Stress, guilt and anxiety consume the mental energy which is necessary for focused activity and imaginative thinking. So, how to prioritize? The key to good decision making is knowing your priorities. And like anything, that takes practice. Which call do you feel in your bones? What are the 10 top priorities in your life? Or what are your priorities in the next three years, in the next 12 months, in the next quarter, in the next week? Those are all, all very, very good questions to get clear on that. Write them down and start, it, and start tackling them in order. 
as Andy Pudicomb says, we can accomplish whatever we want to accomplish in life and still do it with a sense of flow and fulfillment. And here are some tools that will help you to dance with overwhelm. Number one, decide your priorities. Number two, if having too many demands from other people is your problem, experiment with always starting with a no and sleep over your answer. Number three, know when your schedule is packed. Number four, reflect on what you can be the best in the world at and what would you most regret not doing. And finally, focus on the path you are taking right now. What's your very next step? So for me, as a highly sensitive creative, my passions used to feel just a bit too big for me. It felt like living my dreams were plain impossible and that taking any other path meant cutting off or numbing an essential part of me in a way or another. I discovered that creative work is at its essence blissful and pretty uncomfortable at times and that as professional creators, consciously or not, we have committed ourselves to a never-ending learning journey of dealing and pushing through and dancing our tango with resistance. Real strength is not about being free of fear, but knowing it intimately so you can go beyond it. There is nothing more inviting of flow and inspiration than an artist at work. And yet, we rarely talk about the emotional labor required in our creative professions. It's time to change that and you can start it today. Which one of these creative blocks is most present in your practice? And what step can you take to find your own way of dancing the Macarena or the Tango with these little gremlins right now? I'd love to hear from you. Pop over on Instagram at Racabalistella and drop me a DM to share your thoughts about this episode and let me know what you have been up to. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find our show notes or any links that we mentioned today on our website www.raquelbalistela.com podcast If you got some interesting insights or found more clarity and inspiration in this episode, could you please do me a quick favor and leave us a 5 stars review? This podcast is still pretty new and your review will help other artists just like you to find it and discover new ways of expanding their art and impact Thank you so much for following your creative path and for all the beautiful, meaningful, extraordinary things you create in the world, whatever form they take.
Have a great rest of your week and I will catch up with you next time.